What is up? Still studying. Happy Monday, everyone. August 8th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 377 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, kicking off a brand new week with all of you here today, getting ready for the Steelers' first preseason game coming this Saturday against the Seattle Seahawks at 7 p.m. I will actually be at the game, very much looking forward to it, a very important game for those guys on the cusp of making the roster or not making the roster, but also those young players who are fighting not just for the 53-man roster, but for the practice squad or just auditioning for other teams. I'm going to talk today about three players who really have a lot to prove this Saturday, and really their performance is going to go a long way in dictating what their role will be with the team, A, and B, whether or not they'll actually be with the team this season. Before I get into that, just want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I do just that. So connect, let's chat, and I will get you on the next edition of the Steelers Saturday Mailbag. So studying, let's jump into it. So I posted an article this morning that is titled, Three Steelers in Need of Solid Performances This Saturday Against the Seahawks. And I talk about how there are three guys who really have a lot to prove to show that they can play a role with this year's team and also to show that they deserve to be on the 53-man roster. And I'm going to start this off by talking about Kendrick Green, guard. He started at center last year as a rookie. He was given number 53. He was given Marquise Pouncey's number, which was a bit dubious, and I call that into question Uh, almost like they were anointing him. I don't know if they were trying to build his confidence by giving him that number. But he went on to play not so well at that position. If you remember, at Illinois, he was a guard. So he was out of position, and he just was overpowered on a consistent basis, but still ended up starting the majority of the season till he was hurt toward the end of the year. And now he is competing for the left guard position. Now, he's got a lot to prove in this first preseason contest. He is at his natural position. He's competing with Kevin Dotson. However, what we're continuing to see is he's struggling against those defensive linemen who just bull rush him into the backfield. So he's got to show that he can anchor down and not allow himself to get pushed into the backfield to get blown up because when that happens, it causes confusion, traffic, and chaos which can lead to sacks and turnovers, and the team just can't have that. He's got athleticism, the ability to move, but he's got to be able to hold up against power. If he can't do that, you know what is his true role with the team? He's going to be nothing more than a depth player. I don't think he would be cut. He would really have to just have an egregious performance throughout the preseason games. 
But if he shows that he can't handle that type of power, he's just going to be a depth piece this season. Justin Lane, the fourth-year cornerback out of Michigan State, it's time for him to show that he belongs with the Steelers, that he is an NFL corner, because in the past few seasons, he has not shown that. He has struggled in coverage, allowing receivers to get behind him. And what often happens with Lane is when the receiver does get by him, he becomes grabby, and that results in pass interference penalties, which really hurts the defense. In camp, the practices that I had an opportunity to watch last week, that reared its ugly head. They had officials on hand. He was flagged for a pass interference. He's got all the measurables that you look for from a cornerback. He's rangy. He's got that length. He's got the speed. And the hope was when drafting him that he would grow into a starting cornerback or at least a number three. It just hasn't happened yet. So he needs to have a solid game this weekend against the Seahawks. He needs to show something and he's got to do that consistently. And if he doesn't, he could be a guy who maybe is spending his last training camp with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then finally, the name that I have on this list that might draw some criticism or debate is Mason Rudolph. We all understand and know that all eyes are going to be on the quarterback position this Saturday because the competition continues to flow. Now, whether or not it is an open competition like Mike Tomlin is saying, we don't know. It could just be lip service. But all throughout camp, it's been reported that Mason Rudolph has been the leader in the clubhouse. I would say that this past weekend, he was probably the worst of the three quarterbacks in terms of the performances in those two practices that I watched. However, two practices does not a camp make, and it's still too early to draw any conclusions. What I observed in watching Rudolph this past week is the flat-footedness in the pocket, the lack of awareness of pressure, and Mason needs to show in this game setting against the Seahawks that that has improved. He has to show command of the offense. He knows the offense better than Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. I hear a lot of people, you know, providing all these accolades to Rudolph because he's played so well, but shouldn't he play well? He has been here for five years. He knows the offense more than Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. So to give him all the credit for playing well, he should be because he's the veteran on this team. I'm still of the thinking that Rudolph's going to be moved before the end of camp for a sixth or seventh round pick. But if he could show that he's progressing, that he's better than what he has been in the last few seasons, he could make a case for himself to stick and be that backup guy should Trubisky not perform well and should the team not believe that Kenny Pickett is ready to go this season if they want him to sit. So those are the guys that I'm going to have my eyes on this weekend. In addition to several other players, definitely all the rookies I'm going to be watching. Uh, Jalen Warren, I can't wait to see how he does. George Pickens, Calvin Austin. So uh, what an exciting week this is going to be. The Steelers are going to practice the next four days. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at St. Vincent's at 1.55 p.m. They'll be off Friday and then it will culminate with the game on Saturday at 7 p.m. Just a quick roundup of what's happening in the NFL. 
The Browns continue to be the Browns. Uh, running back Kareem Hunt asked for a trade. The Browns said no. So more term oil there. And Deshaun Watson, the suspension. There's talk that Roger Goodell wants to extend that suspension. There's talk that Deshaun Watson wants to appeal the six games that he was suspended. So that team is in a lot of turmoil right now. Nothing positive is going to come out of that. So the Browns could be headed for another cruddy season this year. And not that we're sad about that. I mean, that's a good thing, right? We don't want the Browns to, to succeed and be successful. Lastly, if you haven't checked out the latest edition of the Still City Insider podcast, that is now up. Jim and I kicked off season two yesterday. That is linked in the show notes. A lot of fun. Check it out. And with that, studying, that's going to wrap up this Monday edition, this August 8th edition of the study session. My gratitude to you. Let's connect. You know how to do that. Email, tweet, comment on the articles. Check out the podcast that I do with Wex. It's linked at the bottom of the page. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to get daily updates in your feed. If you like the work that I do here, there is a donut. Donut. I'm calling it's the donut button. The donut button is on the page. If you want to help me with the uh, cost for the site upkeep, I would tremendously appreciate it. And if not, I appreciate you too. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great Monday and have a fantastic week.